Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, hallelujah, glory to God. It is Friday morning, hallelujah, and we are here again to sit and to feast at the king's table this morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Morning Manor. I am Pastor Baker, your host for today, and we are just so happy that you are here with us to continue this journey through the book of Ecclesiastes, amen. God is truly speaking to us. We just thank God for what he's doing. Hallelujah. We thank God for the joy that's on the line this morning, the peace. Hallelujah. And at this time, we just want to welcome all of our first-time callers, and we pray that you will be blessed through the word and through the time of intercessory prayer. Amen. And if this is your first time, we always ask that you bring your pen, your pad, hallelujah, your Bible, so when the word is going forth, if the Lord says something and drops something in your spirit, you will be able to write it down and take good notes, amen, because God is always speaking, amen. I tell people, you don't have to go pay nobody for anything. Just pick up the word of God. You want a word from the Lord because he is always speaking this morning. We thank you for coming together this morning as we come to command our morning. Hallelujah, and to give God the first fruit of our day. It is such a blessing to be able to come and just sit at the table with God's people and begin to mingle our voices together and hear the spirit of the Lord and pray and intercede on the behalf of others this morning. So we thank you for being here this morning. Now, for our first-time callers, for the youth that have never been with us before, we ask that you would mute your phone line by pressing star 6 or the mute button on your phone's keypad. And for those of you who have a wireless or cordless or Bluetooth device, we ask that you will please turn it down so that we don't hear the noise and the distractions from the Bluetooth and that for those that are in your home, that you can continue to prepare your family, your children, whether they're going to school or you're going to work, but it will drown out the noise on your side. But you will be able to hear everything that is being said this morning and be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. And at this time this morning, our lineup is going to be Apostle Rose. It's going to come forth this morning with our word for today. And I believe um, Minister Carla will be reading from us Ecclesiastic, continue for uh, Ecclesiastes 8, 9 through 17. Amen. Then Apostle Rose is going to come back and expound on the word of God, and we will in the time of intercessory prayer. So please have your prayer requests ready, and I will take them, and then we will go to the Lord and intercede on the behalf of others this morning. Amen. So at this time, I'm going to call Apostle Rose to come forth and give us the word for today. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Baker. Our word for today is Fearless Friday. Um, because this is a word of affirmation that the Lord gave me this morning, I want you to repeat out loud these words right where you are, because today's word is an affirmation, and it is, I want you to say these words, I walk each I day, walk each day. Knowing, that knowing that we are triumphant, we are triumphant. in all things. In all things. In all things. And that no weapon. And that no weapon. Formed against us. Formed against us. Shall prosper. Shall prosper. On this fearless Friday. On this fearless Friday. Amen. Amen. That is Amen. our word for today. It is fearless Friday. God bless you. Amen. 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 I'll be reading Ecclesiastes 8, 9 through 17, King James Version. And it says, All this have I seen and applied my heart unto every work that is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man ruleth over another to his own hurt, 
And so I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy, and they were forgotten in the city where they had so done. This is also vanity. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Though a sinner do evil a hundred times, and his days be prolonged, yet surely I know that it shall be well with them that fear God, which fear before him. But it shall not be well with the wicked, neither shall he prolong his days, which are as a shadow, because he feared not before God. There is a vanity which is done upon the earth, that there be just men, unto whom it happeneth according to the work of the wicked. Again, there be wicked men to whom it happeneth according to the work of the righteous. I said that this is also vanity. Then I commanded mirth, because a man has no better thing under the sun than to eat and to drink and to be merry. For that shall abide with him of his labor the days of his life, which God giveth him under the sun. When I applied my heart to know wisdom and to see the business that is done upon the earth, for also there is that neither day nor night seeth sleep with his eyes. Then I beheld all the work of God, that a man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun. Because though a man labor to seek it out, yet he shall not find it. Yea, Father, though a wise man think to know it, yet shall he not be able to find it. And amen. These words are blessed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Minister Carla. Amen. Today, this uh, concludes our eighth chapter. This is the second part, closing out this particular chapter, and it's just been a powerful, powerful chapter. And as we've been looking here and listening to Solomon, today we are looking at verses 9 through 17 and looking at this very first verse here, verse 9, is summarizing uh, Solomon's observations. You know, because he's constantly observing things. He's taking a good look at stuff. You know, he's watching how things are. And so this particular verse continues even what we discussed on yesterday in the first eight verses. And so verse 9, it literally contains some key terms, or I would say some themes. It's talking about time, it's dealing with evil, and it's dealing with having power over. So Solomon says to us this morning that he has observed all things and thought about, you know, everything that happens on the earth. You know, we would be so much better off ourselves if we would learn to just stop, look, and listen. You may have heard me say that before. You know, this is the time when we need to have personal Salah moments, where we need to stop and, and ponder and reflect on all that we have seen, all that we are currently seeing. And so he took a point of, he literally took careful notes. You know, we always talk about bring your Bible, bring your pad, bring your pen. He said how to take notes because we never know what the Spirit of the Lord wants to download into our spirit through the Word. And so Solomon was one who also took notes. You know, he was taking mental notes, and I believe because he was a man of wisdom that he also made some literal notes, written, written notes. You know, things of uh, the things that had happened, and he had observed, you know, the causes, the hurt that takes place when one person tries to control somebody else. You know, we've been dealing with Wednesday nights, closing out this past Wednesday, dealing with mind manipulation, you know, dealing with control. And there is such a strong spirit even in the atmosphere today, right now, you know, the Jezebel spirit, the Python spirit, those spirits that will control, strangle the very life out of another person. And so as we look at this, he's dealing with where the metal meets the road, really what is going on today. And then when we look at verses 10 to 14, um, you know, he's dealing with some bad examples. You know, what they always said, one bad apple will spoil the whole bunch. That's a fact. You know, and so here there are, you know, people that lead 
uh, by bad example. And, and so because of that, they lead other folks astray. And so the theme here in these verses that, that are coming that we want to talk about is talking about honor that is given to unjust folks you know, to the crafty members of our society that you and I live in even right now as they were back in Solomon's day. See, Solomon is literally saying that it's disturbing to him how members of a a community can be encouraged to follow bad examples that people set. But it happens all the time. And so look at verse 10. You know, we see today what Solomon saw then, you know, that, uh, wicked people are given even uh, recognition in a public major way. See, he talked about them being taken from the holy place and buried. They're being honored by people in the city where their mess was done, you know, where their evil deeds were performed. And to him, this is vanity. This is outright crazy. Solomon's message is that when evil people and their actions are honored, guess what? It's beyond his understanding. He's like, what is up with that? What something is wrong with this picture? Literally, these types of things should not be happening in a just and a wise society. Even verse 11, I mean, Solomon is heavy here. I mean, he really is. You know, the problem that he is observing or had observed was not simply a case of failed justice. But what it was was the effect, you see, that the situation had on the conduct of others. It's not so much that that we do wrong. What makes it bad is what we do wrong that will cause multitudes of others to follow in our shoes. See, people are led astray when they actually will see evil go unpunished. We see that on the news. I mean, even yesterday, I think it was, uh, my brother can correct me here if I'm wrong, but I think it was the announcement of a police officer that was not sentenced guilty, you know, for right out killing a man that was actually unarmed, even though they stated that he had a gun, when really he had no gun. You see? There is police brutality. There is the permitting of things and, and being justified. We look out today with all the race wars. You know, we, we allow the Nazis and Klan members to, to hurl out harsh words without even being corrected. Everybody's scared. Oh, no, don't mess with them. They're going to blow up my church. They're going to tear down my store. They're going to put a cross in my yard because that's where we're moving back into. You see, and then the, the verbal abuse you know, of children to their elders. They don't have no respect for the parents. You know they ain't going to have no respect for the school teachers, for the police officers, or for anybody else in authority. And see, all these examples is how when wrong deeds go forth, when evil actions are done and there's no accountability, there is no one to put you in check, there's no discipline in place, then people are led to believe, hey, this is acceptable behavior. It's all good. President ain't got to turn in his taxes. Hey, I ain't got to do my need, but hello, I'm just put that in there. I don't charge nobody for that. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but, you know, this is the kind of thing that we have to look at because what will happen, it'll lead many people down a path that God never intended for us to go down. Even young folks are fully convinced that there ain't no harm in being corrupt. Why? Because we see corrupt government, corrupt leaders within the city, within the state. There are corrupt civil workers. You can't trust the police today, many of them, not all of them, but a lot of for some of them. You know, we got corruption even in the house of God, Lord have mercy, right in the church. You know, ministry leaders that are, and they are not, if they're not quickly, um, uh, punished or, or disciplined, brought in to accountability for the actions in which they've done that is not right, you know, then they think that there is nothing wrong in doing evil. So you got a whole heap of others that's watching that, and they're saying, oh, this is cool. I can do the, ta- I can do the same thing, too. And then when we look at verse 12, see, this stuff is real. You know, it's, it's right down our alley. It's right on our street, right in our neighborhood. Verse uh, 12, 
it even gives us, you know, more explanations as to why people continue to pursue, you know, evil ways. See, they don't see no reason to stop being evil, first and foremost. They just don't, you know. Uh, crimes is the reason why, you know, uh, people can do crimes because they see that it ain't quickly punished. Folk got other uh, uh, things to do. They say that they got bigger fish to fry, so we just let that go on, you know, that, that can just be swept under the rug. Secondly, you know, it's it's easier for people to pursue evil ways because sinners, hey, Solomon said it the way that it is, it looks like, it appears like they live in long lives no, no matter how much evil they do. Y'all ever notice that? You know, it's like we, we sometimes say, wow, that was the good one. It's like the good ones die young. It's like, you know, the bad stuff happens to good people. While the evil folk, they keep robbing, stealing, you know, crooking, doing what they do, and they just seem to be just blossoming and flourishing and going about their merry way, having everything at their disposal. And here it is, you struggling, doing all you know to do to, to do right and steal that. And a lot of times we end up with very little to nothing at all, you see. So even here, Solomon says right here in verse 12 that, you know, when you see that term, do evil a hundred times, let me just say that this is really not to be looked at uh, uh, as a number. It's a figurative speaking for the, the great amount of evil that people can do, the many evil acts, you know, that people perform. So Solomon here is talking about a people or a person that is doing evil as a regular practice. It has become a lifestyle. You know, they do more evil than they do good. And so something, though, that Solomon says, which is contrary to popular belief, but we all know that often those who do evil, again, they sometimes have a long life. And so he's on it. As we're reading this, he is on it this morning. It's sad, but it's true. And we believe that those who live a life of wickedness and corruption technically should not have that long life. But Solomon goes on to tell us here in this verse, his firm belief, that those who do right, because we know at the end of the day, oh, yeah, there's going to be a judgment coming. You see, those who do right, those who fear God, don't, you ain't got to worry about a thing. God is going to give that reward to you in the end. But to the one who don't fear God, to the one that feel like they got it going on and they can do it their way, their day is coming, and they're going to be punished. And then as we look at verse 13, here we've got now another affirmation, a second affirmation by Solomon. Here is a mirror image of what we just saw in verse 12. You see, because we see that on the other hand, there ain't no good in store for the corrupt. Hey, sorry, it's just not. You know, uh, he says it's like a shadow. They're not going to live long. They might live long according to what the, the world's view is of the numbers on the earth. But trust me, they ain't going to live long because, you know, to be burning in the lake of fire forever and ever and ever, you know, uh, that's where their life will be. But they're going to be dead because they're constantly burning forever and ever. See, those that don't honor God, those that don't obey God, their day is coming. Judgment is coming. And it's going to be a sad day for them. And then when we look at verse 14, you know, over in the seventh chapter, um, around the 15th verse, Solomon drew attention to a couple of situations because he was dealing with, you know, justice. That, that seemed to be overturned. We're seeing a lot of that in our time today. You know, there's so much injustice in the land. And it's sad. Sometimes it hurts your heart, makes you want to cry, you know. And so it's, it's so much that's even an issue of debate uh, here. There's the absence of justice from, from so much. When we, when we sit back and look at what we're hearing every day uh, dealing with human life, and this was one of the profound concerns, uh, you know, that Solomon was struggling with, even throughout this entire book of Ecclesiastes. From day one that we started here, we are seeing him dealing with human life and the, and the injustice, the issues that man faces. 
And so verse 14 opens and it actually closes with that statement about vanity. Solomon is indicating here just how disturbed he is by this problem. So you and I should be concerned about it as well. See, despite the, the firm belief that he has, he talks about in verses 12 and 13, you know, where he believed in God's justice, but he also recognized that there is a, a strong fact that we cannot escape about the world that we live in that is full of situations. And many of those situations seem to be unjust. And so here, this is what Solomon is pointing out to you know, that there is something in this world that just don't, you know, I'm sorry, just don't make sense. Y'all ever been that way where sometimes you just, you have to scratch your head. You're like, I just, I can't, I can't understand that. I can't make heads or tails out of this. See, good people are punished. Solomon is talking about in here as if they were bad. And then you got bad people that are being rewarded as if they're doing good. Now, you know, that's crazy. And so that's what Solomon is saying here. You know, he's saying this is crazy. This it just don't make sense. It is all vanity. And then, uh, you know, he goes back into his mode. Y'all, y'all remember he was talking about, uh, you know, just enjoy life, be happy. You know, and so he talks about that here uh, in this area, even in verse fifteen. This is his his advice. He's calling you and I into a place of enjoyment. He says, and I commend mirth. What he is saying is that he praises enjoyment. He enjoys pleasure, and he is teaching to be happy. And throughout this book, this is a large part of also what he talks about. See, Solomon is recommending that a person enjoy life, so there's only one way to live here on this earth. He said to eat, to drink, and to enjoy life. And we know that we have to eat to live, let the truth be told. We do, because if you don't eat, if you don't drink, you know, the water and, and, and nourish your body, you're going to die. So we, we need to eat and drink because God has equipped us. He has given us, you know, what we need to sustain our lives. And then that life that he has given us, we need to enjoy it because it's the gift of God. Every morning, as Brother Thomas would say, that we can wake up still on top of the ground, we need to be rejoicing because there's somebody that didn't wake up. There is somebody that did wake up. They don't have no food to eat. They don't have anything, no clean water anyway to drink. You know, we see it all the time, children that are in other parts of the world. I would say even right here, there may be certain places where the water is not pure, and they can't go to Walmart and even get a $2.99 pack of water. You see, so we have to learn to be grateful and be thankful and realize that these pleasures should be part of all that we do because it is God that gives it to us here on earth. My, my, my. Hallelujah. We need to get excited about that. Glory to God. And so as we look here on verse 16, Solomon now, he moves on making some further observations about life and about the injustice in this world. And he's he dealing with some heavy stuff here as we're closing out on these last two verses. See, verse 16, you know, it conveys Solomon's thirst for knowledge. I, I, I pray that, that we're here today, that we are pursuing God. Hallelujah. That we're God chasing. That we're running after the word, we're running after the wisdom and the knowledge of God's word, that we're thirsting for him. You see, because Solomon confesses that he has longed for a deeper understanding of what it was to be truly a wise person. That's why Solomon was wise, even though he did some stupid, dumb stuff, you know, because of them crazy women that was in his life. Man, beware. Hallelujah. There used to be a preacher here in, in North Carolina that used to talk about them wild, wild women. I drive you wild, wild crazy. <laughs> you know. And so with Solomon, but at the end of the day, he was still a wise man. And so he was constantly studying to be wise. And a lot of times we're not wise because we're not seeking wisdom. See, he dedicated himself to finding out about wisdom and to observing all the activities that people do on this earth. And I mean, he did it day and night. 
You know, he, this was so much uh, um, a thing that uh, uh, consumed him, almost obsessed. He was obsessed with the desire for understanding and for wisdom that this brother couldn't even sleep day or night. Eyeballs up because why? He was seeking after knowledge, after uh, 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 wisdom. And the Bible tells us clearly that he that seeks will find. He that knocks the door will be open. Hallelujah. And so this is where you and I are on this morning. Morning matter. Hallelujah. Wednesday night Bible study. Sunday morning, because this our Sunday ain't Sunday as usual. It's not about the hook and the book. It's about the word. And so here, verse 17 closes out this final verse that's showing us, you know, this final focus that Solomon wants us to see, and that's the actions of God in human history and in this created world. And so in conclusion, we're looking at a principle that the human mind is limited when it comes to knowledge of God's way. Sorry. We're limited. We'll never gain it all. You know, our mind, you know, is a human computer. But at the end of the day, you know, that human person has to still enter in certain information. And if we're not seeking after the information, you know, then we're not going to be putting out everything that we need to be putting out because our mind is limited. And so Solomon observed all that God had done. And so he ended saying that people will never be able to fully comprehend even the meaning of his actions. Man is still wondering why did he put this over here and not put that over there? Why did he make this color this color? Why did he make that shape this? Why did this happen the way that happened? That's always the questions but man is never comprehending. He said, even though a man labors, you know, meaning that even though we're constantly working, that man is always toiling, seeking and searching to find out what God does, they still ain't going to never find out everything. See, as human beings, we'll never be able to know the full significance of God's deeds. And then lastly, you know, as we see uh, with Solomon, he shows us that even though a wise man claims to know, mm, that so-called wise man really just a foolish man. Because, see, all that we know, you all hear me say, is not all that we, there is to know. It really isn't. Detailed knowledge of, of God's doings is beyond the human mind. And so if a person claims full knowledge, trust me, when you take it to the bank, that claim is false. Because a man will never know the fullness of all that God is. Hallelujah. Man will never know all that God has done. Man will never be able to comprehend even all that God is about to do. He says, I've haven't seen. Hallelujah. Even has heard all that the Lord has in store. You know, and so we know in part. We'll never know it all. And so in closing this morning, one thing is for sure. We thank God that he is the one that's all knowing. Our Jehovah God. Our Yahweh, God, he's all-powerful. He's all-wise. And we as human beings, we've only just scratched the surface. Second Timothy this morning as I was reading this, the Lord took me to this scripture, you know, and it says uh, over in Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That is today for sure. We're always striving but lots of times never able to comprehend. We're attending this and going to that, but still there's something missing. But what I do want to encourage each and every one of you, that no matter what, continue to strive. Continue to strive for greatness. I want to encourage you today, increase your value. I want you to be that person that even when you leave a place, your presence still remains. You're remembered because of what you brought, what you provided. Brother Thomas, every time you go to that VA, hallelujah, you're leaving something. You're imparting something into somebody's life. Because I'm with you, I constantly hear the words that come out of your mouth. As you tell men and women, God bless you. You have a blessed day. Hallelujah. You're a 
putting a seed into someone, giving a word of encouragement. Saints of God, master the basics. Strive for greater in this season. Hallelujah. Those of you, Evangelist Scott, entrepreneur, woman of God, be the best at what you do. Know your craft. Pastors, Pastor Baker, hallelujah, continue to be more passionate and compassionate. Hallelujah. Those of you that are leaders here, know those who are among you. Have the passion and the compassion for others that God has placed in your case. Those of you that may be teachers that are here, know with an insurance of what you are sharing and what you are imparting to others. Intercessors, Minister Carla, pray with a fervency. Pray with the power and the might of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So that when others are in your presence, they will know that you have tapped into the heart of God that they will know that you have been in his presence and that when you leave, all they can remember is the feeling of the anointing of the Holy Ghost through the power of intercessory prayer. My, my, my. If you're an employee today, know your craft. Work with a spirit of excellence. Don't just do stuff just to be doing it, but be excellent with what you do. Those are the things that is true wisdom saying. Get the knowledge of all that you do and gain great understanding. And then watch God bring you before great and mighty people. God bless you all today. I pray these words have been words of encouragement for you on today. Amen. 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 To God be the glory this morning. Thank you, Apostle Rose, for that wonderful teaching this morning. Amen. And for the words of wisdom and the encouragement. Amen. At this time, I will be taking all prayer requests. So if you have a prayer request, you may give it to me now. Amen. Uh, Pastor Baker, if you would just remember us this morning as we're going to be uh, leaving um, today, traveling on the road, pray that uh, we have safe travels today so we can complete our task um, and return back safely. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 We certainly will be praying. Are there any others this morning? Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Tom. Yes, ma'am. I would like prayer prayer requests for the soldiers, both at home and abroad, their families and caregivers, and also for the senior citizens that are at home or maybe in assisted living facilities. And also, I would like prayer for those people that at this time of the year, when they may think of it not as a time of joy, but they remember the loved ones that they have lost during the year or recently or at this time of year, that they will find peace and solace in the in, in the word of God and in the fact that this is his time of the spirit. It's not ours. It's not all about the gifts and all of these things, materialistic things. It's all about the fellowship, the being together, and the praising of his coming for all that he has done for us. We thank you. Amen. Amen. We certainly will be praying, Brother Thomas. Amen. Will there be another this morning? Amen. Yes. Amen. Morning. I'm sorry. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor. Um, my same, you know, same prayer list that I've yes. given you. Okay. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Yes. We certainly are going to pray this morning. Amen. If all hearts and minds are clear this morning, let us just go to the throne of grace this morning. Amen. I just feel such a joy this morning in my heart knowing that, you know, we serve a good God this morning, saints. We serve a faithful, faithful, faithful faithful God this morning. So I ask that you join your your faith with my faith and let us call heaven and earth into agreement this morning. Hallelujah. To the will of God and the plan of God and the purpose of God for the lives of our loved ones, our families, and for us this morning. Amen. Father, we honor you today. 
God, we just give you praise and glory. We thank you, hallelujah, for the joy. We thank you for your sweet presence this morning that we feel right now. We give you honor, Lord. We magnify you today because you are a great and mighty God this morning. For there is none like you this morning, Lord. No, nowhere, Lord. There is no one like you this morning. You are the keeper of our soul this morning. And we say thank you, Lord. You are the lifter up of our heads this morning, and we say thank you, Lord. You, Lord, hallelujah, woke us up this morning, not because we were good, but because of your goodness and your mercy. So we thank you this morning for surely goodness and mercy. We thank you this morning, hallelujah, for how you have kept not only us, but our loved ones. You didn't allow the enemy to come in and snatch one of our loved ones, hallelujah. And for this, we give you praise. We thank you for the blood of Jesus this morning. We thank you for salvation, healing, and deliverance. We thank you this morning because all the promises in you this morning It's yes and amen, and we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. We thank you this morning because we know that your word is a sure foundation and that we're standing, hallelujah, on your word that will not fail us. And so we thank you, Lord. We give you praise this morning. We thank you, Lord, because we know that there is no weapon that is formed against us that shall prosper this morning. Hallelujah. Because you paid a price, hallelujah, that we may have eternal life this morning. And so, Father, we give you praise. We honor you today. We magnify you today. We love you this morning. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you this morning. Hallelujah. And we give you praise. We bow down, hallelujah, in our very spirits this morning. And we say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and which is and which is to come. We give you praise, for you are a holy God. You are a just God. You are a merciful God. And so we praise you this morning, and we honor you this morning, and we lift your name high above every circumstance this morning. We lift your name high above every feeling that we have this morning. We lift your name high this morning, hallelujah, because you are higher than anything or any situation that we may be facing this morning, hallelujah. So we glorify you, Lord. And we lift up our eyes to the hills from which cometh our help this morning because we know that our help cometh from you this morning and we give you praise. Now, Father, not only do we give you praise this morning, but we come with a heart of repentance. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we repent of all of our sins. Hallelujah, sins of omission, sins of commission. Father, we repent this morning and we ask that you will forgive us this morning for bad thoughts, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for allowing anger to lie within our bosoms this morning. Father, we ask that you forgive us this morning. Hallelujah for stinking thinking this morning, for not focusing on your word this morning, for not having your mind this morning, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. We ask that you will forgive us this morning for the hidden sins that are in our hearts this morning that only you know and you see, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you forgive us this morning and creating us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us this morning. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask, Lord, that you will shine the light of your spirit. Hallelujah, Lord. And God, you see where nobody can see, and you know what no one else knows about us. Father, we're individually this morning. We ask that you will shine the light of your spirit down on the inside, way down in those secret parts and those hidden areas. And Father, everything in us this morning. We give you permission this morning to root it up and cut it up out of us, oh God, if it does not bring you glory, if it's going to cause us to stumble, to fail, and to bring reproach upon you. Father, we ask this morning that you would root it up and put it up out of us and set us free from every yoke and every bondage of sin that will hinder us from being the men and women of God that you're calling for in these last and evil days. Now, Father, we ask that you will wash us thoroughly this morning and purge us with hyssop. 
in the name of Jesus, we thank you for forgiveness. Lord, don't let us walk in unforgiveness this morning. Help us to forgive those that have hurt us, those that have spoken evil words against us, those that have turned their back on us. Father, we make a qualified decision this morning that we forgive them. We forgive them. We let them go. And we pray for them that you will bless them, oh God, that you will meet their needs. God, that you will help them, oh God, to be the people that you're calling to be. But, Father, we refuse to walk in unforgiveness this morning. We don't have a right this morning. So, Lord, we relinquish, hallelujah, unforgiveness this morning, and we receive your forgiveness, and we give everyone our forgiveness in the name of Jesus. We thank you, and we praise your name this morning. Now, Father, we come before you this morning as we come to stand in the gap on the behalf of your people everywhere this morning. Lord, you told us to pray one for another that we may be healed. And so, Father, this morning, you know that our prayer list has been long. Hallelujah. And many have been fighting battles this morning. But we're so glad this morning. Hallelujah. We're so glad this morning that we can trust you. Hallelujah. To get a job done. So, Father, we bring those this morning that are still battling with cancer and chemo this morning. Sister Ruthie and Riley and Sister Dennis and the Pollocks, hallelujah, and all those in Browns, all those that are dealing with cancer or chemo this morning. We thank you and we praise you because we know that you are greater than any cancer this morning. Hallelujah. And there is nothing too hard for you. So, Father, we thank you this morning because you sent your word and they were already here. And so, Father, we stand on that this morning, that they are healed by your stripes this morning, because you have already sent your word. You have already done the work. You paid a price on Calvary Cross this morning, hallelujah, that they might be healed from sickness, disease, and every infirmity. We thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus for touching them from the crown of their heads to the very soles of their feet. We we thank you this morning that your very spirit is eradicating everything that is not like you. Everything, oh God, every shell, every blood vessel, hallelujah, is coming up in line with your word and doing according to your purpose. And that's in the name of Jesus. We believe it to be so. So, Father, we thank you, hallelujah, for strengthening them. We thank you for the testimonies that you're going to give them, Lord. We thank you for raising them up in this time and this season, oh God, to be a witness of the power of the true and the living God. Now, Father, we pray for Laniah this morning. We pray for those that will have lupus this morning. We pray for those that are dealing with heart disease and lung disease and breathing disorder and mental illness. Father, we pray this morning, hallelujah, for those that are depressed. Hallelujah. Those that have PTS this morning, oh, God, we pray this morning. Hallelujah for every type of infirmity, every type of sickness. We come against it in the name of Jesus, and we plead the blood of Jesus this morning. We bind up the hands of the sinner. We bind up every yoke and every bondage of sin, every feather. We command to be broken in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we send your word this morning of healing. We send your word, oh, God, of deliverance. In the name of Jesus, speak peace in the midst of all the confusion. Lord, speak peace in the tormented mind this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, touch those lungs this morning. God, that lung is an is a organ that can rejuvenate itself because you created this body this morning. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you will begin to cause the lungs to repair itself this morning according to your word. God, you can speak a word this morning and change every situation, change every life. So, Father, we're depending on you this morning. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you this morning because we know that this is your will this morning, and we call heaven and earth into agreement with your word this morning, that you was wounded for our transgression, you was bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon you this morning, and by whose stripes we are already healed. They are already healed. They are already delivered. They are already set free. 
according to your word. So we stand in agreement. We stand in faith, Lord, that you are healing the hallelujah, the lungs, that you're fixing the hearts, that you're causing lupus to cease, that you're touching fibromyalgia this morning. God, that you're touching the joints, oh God, that are out of sorts this morning. We thank you this morning that you are touching bodies, hallelujah, that are twisted and contorted this morning. We thank you this morning that you're causing blinded eyes to be opened, deaf ears to be opened in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you this morning because you are the restorer. You are the repairer this morning. You are the mender this morning. And you're repairing everything that has been torn. You're mending everything that has been ripped. And you're giving back everything that has been taken, hallelujah, in the eyes of your people this morning. And so we thank you for divine health and healing. We thank you for the Holy Ghost this morning, moving by your mighty spirit. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now for those, oh God, that are in need. We call you to the rescue. You told us to prove you now. Hallelujah. And so, God, we're calling on you to prove yourself to be the Lord that's strong and mighty, the Lord that's mighty in battle this morning. God, you fight every battle of sickness this morning because you are the great physician, and we know that you are the bomb this morning that is in Gilead. You are the bomb this morning. Hallelujah in the land, and we know that you are a healer, and so we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you, oh God, for the miracles and the signs and the wonders that you are going to do, and we just give you praise. Hallelujah. We're praising you now because we're asking and believing in faith that it is so, and that you're going to do it so that you can get all the glory this morning, and so we bless you, Lord. We give you praise this morning. Father, we pray this morning for Apostle Brown and Apostle Rose and Bishop Warren and the First Lady Warren, and we pray for Apostle King and First Lady King, and God, we pray for all the men and women of God this morning, those that are standing in faith, those that are waiting on you, those that are preaching this gospel, hallelujah, without compromise. Father, we stand in the gap, and we hold these men and women, hallelujah, up to you this morning, and Father, we pray that you will ignite them again, again, oh God, with a new passion, in the name of Jesus, that you will cause the fire of the Holy Ghost to begin to burn in their very hearts like never before. Father, that you will begin to lead them in a direction, oh God, that's going to cause your people's hearts to be changed. Father, that you put your word in their mouth like never before. That your word go forth in power and might and under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, that when they open their mouths, that your word will be like fire to your people, oh God, that it will consume everything in their life that is not like you, that will cause their hearts to turn to you, that will cause sin to be eradicated, that will cause salvation to take place, to show men the error of their ways, that men and women everywhere shall be saved in the name of Jesus. God, you cause these men and women to stand up, to cry out, to spare not, not to back down or to compromise in the name of Jesus. God, you fortify them for the task that is ahead, ahead of them this morning. Do it for your glory this morning. God, you put running in their feet, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. God, you give them a backbone, oh God, to stand in the midst of adversity in the name of Jesus. Father, you set their faces like a flint this morning, that they don't look to the left or to the right, but they will keep their eyes upon you this morning, that they will hear only your voice this morning, in the name of Jesus, that they will only speak your word this morning, that they will only say what you would have them to say this morning, in the name of Jesus. Father, don't let them tickle your people's voices or hearts this morning with things that are not true, but God, you put the truth in their mouth hallelujah in the name of Jesus like never before hallelujah do it for your glory fortify your men and women those that are called by your name the evangelists the pastors the apostles the teachers the bishops hallelujah all those that are naming your name this morning Lord turn the hearts of your people back to you cause the men and women of God to turn down their place hallelujah get down on our faces hallelujah and begin to seek your face like never before in this time and this hour God give your people to walk together and be in a one heart and one 
one mind, that there be no hypocrisy named among us. In the name of Jesus, let the love of God be fervent among the saints and the people of God this morning. Hallelujah, that we preach and teach the same thing. In the name of Jesus, let there be no division, no envy, no strength. Hallelujah, no backbiting. Hallelujah, found within the body. But God, you eradicate everything that's not like you this morning and bring the body of Christ together according to your purpose and your will, that we may stand. And after we've done all to stand, we can stand therefore, having our lords girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness this morning and being able to stand, hallelujah, and quit the fire and dance on the enemy and to pray and to intercede on the behalf of one another and to esteem one another higher than ourselves. In the name of Jesus, cause the spirit of humility to come upon the men and women of God. God, we bind up that spirit of pride and arrogance right now in the name of Jesus and we loose the spirit of humility and love and compassion and mercy and truth and righteousness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, loose every bond and every chain that's causing your people to be separated this morning, that caused them to be apart and divided this morning. We break that chains. We break that feather in the name of Jesus, and we command the devil to loose the men and women of God right now, and we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of unity and oneness and singleness of heart in the precious name of Jesus. Now, Father, raise your people up like never before to walk together, to pray together, to seek you together, O oh God, and to meet the needs of your people, for this is your purpose this morning. In the precious name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for our Godmothers this morning. And our Lord, our Godmothers this morning, Mother Gerda and Mother Garman. We pray this morning for the Browns, the Whites, hallelujah. The Camps, the Bakers, the Williams, the Wilkinsons, the Hallelujah, the sons and daughters, and our grandchildren this morning. We pray this morning for our children that are in school this morning. God, we bring them under the blood of Jesus this morning. We ask that you would cover them, oh God, protect them, oh God, safe from the hands of the enemy. We say Thank you for these great godmothers this morning that have undertaken children that they did not birth. And we thank you this morning there and part unto the wisdom and knowledge and understanding this morning. God, we pray your blessings upon their lives. We pray that you would touch Mother God like never before. Restore everything that the enemy tried to take. Restore her health. Restore her joy. Restore her peace in the name of Jesus. And God, you bless Mother Garden this morning like never before. God, a fresh anointing to fall upon these God. Mothers, God, you cause the mothers to arise up in the church again and begin to pray and intercede and to begin to teach and to train the old women, the younger women, oh God, to be keepers of their home. God, you raise up the mothers in the church again. God, that they will begin to teach the women how to be women again, how to respect themselves, oh God. In the name of Jesus, cause the mothers, hallelujah, and the godmothers and the elder women, hallelujah, to come back to that place of holiness, to teach the young women, holy to mount between the altar and the porch, in the name of Jesus, cause the women to arise, the elder women to arise, and take their place in the kingdom this morning, and do the work that you're calling to do, oh God, in the name of Jesus, bless the families, our sons, our daughters, our grandchildren, Lord, don't let the enemy snuff their lives, don't let the enemy take their lives this morning, but Father, we plead the blood of Jesus, hallelujah. Those that are in colleges and schools this morning, we plead the blood of Jesus. When the enemy is on the rampage, he's seeking whom he may devour and destroy this morning. So we bind up that murderous spirit. We bind up the spirit of anger and contrariness. We bind up every rebellious spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And we loose the very power of love and mercy of Jesus Christ. And we plead the blood of our children and in the school system this morning in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we pray for Apostle Rose and Brother John and all those that are traveling this morning. We pray your divine traveling mercies this morning. We ask that you would encamp the angels over the highways. God, that you would stay back the hands of the enemy, that you would take them safely to their destination and cause them to return safely this morning. Lord, you bless those that are traveling by air, road, or 
railroad or however they may be traveling. We ask that you will lift up a standard against that murdering lying demon this morning of murdering. God, we ask that you will just loose your spirit of mercy and truth and divine guidance this morning and divine intervention and take your people to and fro to where they need to be this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, Father, we pray this morning for our veterans, their families, the service members. Hallelujah. And our senior citizens and our caregivers this morning, we pray, God, that you will continuously move by your spirit. We continue to stand in the gap for them this morning. We're believing by faith that you're going to meet their every need this morning, that you're going to cause the paperwork for the veterans to come up, oh God, and that they're going to have the help that they need. We thank you for their members, their family members being fortified and their caregivers, oh God, having a heart and compassion for them and giving them the love and the support that they need. So, Father, we thank you this morning for our seniors, those that have lived on, Lord, and now they need care. We're believing by faith that the caregivers that you have placed with them this morning are ones that have a love and a compassion for them. We ask that you will bless them, Lord, bless their hearts and their minds, and bless and save their loved ones this morning. In the precious name of Jesus. Now, Father, we pray for those, hallelujah, the heaven that was, oh, God, we pray for those this morning, the fire victims, those who lost their lives in, Texas, in, in Tennessee this morning, for those that are still suffering, oh, God, from Matthew this morning. We pray your divine mercy this morning. We pray for those that are bereaved of their loved ones. Hallelujah. We pray confident peace upon them this morning. And we pray this morning for those that are still suffering loss at this time of the year, those who are saddened, hallelujah, because they've lost someone at this time of Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will bring comfort to their hearts, for you are the comforter this morning. We pray, oh God, that you would send your spirit this morning and that you would touch where nobody else can touch. You speak peace in the midst of the storm and the confusion. Father, you send those of you like faith, oh God, those that know and love you, to speak a word of hope, hallelujah, to speak a word of healing, to speak a word of compassion that will cause their hearts, oh God, to be turned to you, to know that you love them and that you're concerned about them. Now, Father, we thank you this morning for all, oh God, that you have done for us. Now, Father, we thank you this morning for the prayer. And, Father, I thank you, hallelujah, hallelujah for the prayer. And if I fail to pray for anything or anybody this morning, I ask that you fail not to meet their needs. I pray, God, that you would do it according to your riches and glory. Now, Father, we seal this prayer, hallelujah, by your spirit this morning. And it's in the name that is above every name this morning. And that is in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And we believe. Believe it by faith. Amen. Amen. And amen to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we bless you right now. Hallelujah. We thank you right now, oh God. Hallelujah. Our soul magnifies you for what we have heard, what we feel in our very soul. And this day, oh God, we do believe. We do receive today all that has been prayed for us on the day. We thank you for your anointed vessel, for your woman's servant, oh God, that has prayed fervently on our behalf. And we thank you today, oh God, that you're meeting all of her needs according to your riches and glory. Restore, oh God. Restore it today, oh God. We ask that you allow our cup to overflow. We thank you for refreshing that you're giving back into her life. Now, Father, we thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And at this time, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's any praise reports, amen, you can unmute your line and you can give your praise report now. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. My praise report this morning. It said, I'm just thankful to be on this line, and that's more than sufficient. That his love for me has let me be able to be on this line more often than not, and I'm so thankful. Amen. 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 Would that be another amen? Thank you, Brother Thomas. You are such a blessing to the kingdom. Amen. We all know what you suffered through, but you're a faithful man, and we certainly thank God for you and appreciate everything that you do. Amen. Would there be another this morning? Yeah, I was going to say what Brother Thomas say. I'm thankful for being alive and my feet is on the ground. <laughs> Amen. 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 
Amen. Truly, the Lord is good this morning. I just thank him for his mercy, saints. I thank him for his kindness. I just thank God. Hallelujah. I've learned that in the bad times, hallelujah, just to give God praise. Because he's saying everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning you. You know, it's easy to praise God when everything is good. But, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a task. It's a sacrifice to praise when you don't feel good. It's a sacrifice. Yeah. Hallelujah. When things are not going right, it's a sacrifice. Hallelujah. When, just, when you can't see a way, it just seems like yeah. the enemy is coming from every end. But, you know, I've learned to just praise and magnify the Lord because I know he meant it for my good. So I'm so grateful this morning that I'm here. Hallelujah. Being able to mingle my voice again with the saints of the Most High God. I am blessed this morning because you hear blessed every time I hear testimony. So I love the Lord this morning, and I appreciate each and every one of you this morning. Amen. 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 I want to just sing my praise song and before I leave out. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Which is my testimony. I will praise the name of Jesus. I will praise the name of Jesus with my hands and my voice. I will sing and rejoice and praise the name of Jesus, Jesus my Lord. Because I will praise the name of Jesus. I will praise the name of Jesus with my hands and my voice. I will sing and rejoice and praise the name of Jesus. Jesus, my Lord, praise the name of Jesus, Jesus, my Lord, praise the name of Jesus, Jesus, my Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. That's my praise report on today. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Is there another praise report? We're going to cut anybody off this morning. Well, I would like to thank God for another day. I just thank him for being here. I thank him for his grace and his mercy, and I thank him for his love and kindness and my song for today. Come on and bless the Lord with me. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Come on and bless the Lord with me. Come on and bless the Lord with me. Come on and bless the Lord with me. Come on and bless. The Lord with me. Hallelujah. 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 I give God all the glory on today. Hallelujah, because he didn't have to do it for me, but I thank God he did. I thank him. He did me ready for another day. I just thank God for having me on his mind. Hallelujah. That's my prayer support for today. Amen. 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 If there are no more praise reports this morning, I'm going to go into our announcements. We ask that you will join us on Sunday morning, amen, for our time of study and the word at 930 in the morning. You can dial the same number that you dial to come and talk to you. The only thing that is different is the meeting ID, and that ID is 140167. Again, that code is 140167. Amen. We ask, hallelujah, that you would join us on Sunday morning for our Sunday morning worship service and that you would come back here Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 Central, for another episode of our Morning Manor. Amen. We will also ask that you would continue to pray for us, our food drive and our clothing drive. Amen. We're just expecting God to do great and mighty things and continue to pray for our refuge community center. 
Amen. And consider to, we ask that you would consider become a blessing, amen, a, a donator, amen, that you would pray for us, that God will move by his spirit, that we will be a blessing to God's people. You can go to our website, to our iChurch, and you can download and you can find out all the information that you would need to be a blessing to the kingdom of God, amen. You can find a place to donate to the church, a place to donate to our refuge, amen. All you have to do is click on the iChurch and to, and it go to the donate button there, and it will take you to our, our website for our refuge or whatever department you want to be a blessing to. It's on the website. Amen. If you just want to mail a check, you can do that. Uh, amen. And you can mail it to 337 South Scale Street, Unit D, Reedsville, North Carolina, 27320. Amen. We just want you to know that all your contributions are tax deductible. Amen. So we thank and praise God for all of you this morning. Amen. We want to thank, amen, Apostle Rose for our word of the day, Fearless Friday. We want to thank Minister Carla, amen, for reading for us today. And most of all, we want to thank all of you for being here this morning. Hallelujah. Sharing, hallelujah, at the table and eating and just just blessing our hearts this morning in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So if all hearts and minds are clear, I'm going to call Minister Carla back. Amen. And she's going to give us our benediction from Jude 24 and 25. Amen. Amen. And it says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to prevent you faultless, uh-oh, it's moving. Right. <laughs> to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Hallelujah. God be the glory. We at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of our morning manor all week long. Truly the Lord has been good. Truly the Lord has been speaking. And we just want you to know that we appreciate you and love you, and we pray that you have a, a just a wonderful, loving, and just fruitful weekend. Amen. And God bless you. We love you. And don't forget, today is Fearless Friday. We will not fear what our enemy can do, because if God is for us, who yeah. can be against us? Yes. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. I feel like Miss Sadie. I want to say, Miss Sadie, I feel like singing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Be blessed, everyone. Yes. Bless. Amen. Love you all. Love you all. Y'all be safe.